Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, today as we seek your will, Lord, we ask that you give us guidance, that you lift us up, that you strengthen us in your word, that we can go out from this place knowing that we are your loved children, but also that we have a task at hand to join you on your mission. Lord, we ask that we, uh, you guide us through this. In your name we pray. Amen. Walking the halls of St. Mark this past few weeks has been quite an awesome sight. These days, these last couple weeks have been filled with excitement, filled with joy, maybe a little bit of worry, preparation, a lot of hard work. There seems to be a buzz in the air, students and parents alike wandering around the halls, discovering all the new hallways and all the new classrooms. This excitement is continuing this afternoon as we get to celebrate with the ribbon cutting and walking into our new building. Who would not be excited with the school just around the corner? All so many things to prep and to prepare. I know Dallas Lusk has been walking around the building like a kid in a candy store, enjoying all the new spaces and seeing how it's all coming together. There's just a few finishing touches that it takes to break in the digs properly. All those and all those working on classrooms seem to have been working so hard that they have a glazed over look on their faces from all the hours and all the energy that they put in for this opening day. But excitement is definitely the key word. It is definitely the phrase of the day. Have you ever been so excited that you can hardly take it? Maybe when you were a kid. I remember when I was a kid being excited over birthdays, what holiday was coming next. All these times bring such great excitement. On this day 14 years ago, my future wife and I went out on a 4.4 mile hike up to the top of Flat Top Mountain. We can put up a picture, one of those mountains up there. And in Rocky Mountain National Park, nine miles of round trip, not too bad of a hike I would say, right? We got above tree line, meaning there's no more trees up there because there's no oxygen as well. Um, and it becomes a little bit more of a difficult walk, harder and harder to move and make steps. Reaching the peak at 12,327 feet, we had amazing views in all directions. It was exciting to see God's beautiful creation, but even more exciting that she said yes when I asked her to marry me. I definitely married up. It felt like walking on clouds, walking down the mountain. We were down the mountain in no time, but one thing was for sure. I'm pretty sure that Stephanie had uh, the whole wedding planned out before we made it uh, to the bottom of <laughs> the trailhead. Definitely something that was exciting and life-changing. As an adult, excitement is a little bit different for us. We don't get to run around and bounce off the walls like, little, like kids do, but we do get to see the great joy in our kids' faces, in our grandkids' faces. 
we get excited the different things that we are passionate about. Turning our thoughts to our message today, we see that Paul is excited and overflowing with joy. Paul's excitement is not coming from a new school building, the start of a new school year. It's not coming from a birthday. It's not coming from a holiday. Paul is not excited about a marriage proposal. Paul is overjoyed at receiving the glory and the riches of God. Paul is overjoyed because of forgiveness and of grace. Today we turn to Ephesians chapter 3 and we'll put up our first verse, verses from 8 and 9. We didn't read these earlier, so we'll add these in to the mix to talk about today as well. Starting with verse 8. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. As we talked about last week in our introduction to the book, that this part of the book of Paul begins, Paul begins to coach the people of Ephesus to grow deeper and stronger in their faith. I heard this quote this past week about spiritual growth. We tend to think that spiritual growth is about the heights we should attain, when in reality it is about acknowledging the depths of our need. Real spiritual growth is marked by the growing realization of how desperate we are in need of grace. Interesting, right? So often for us we feel that we just need to grow and get better at things to follow Jesus better. Studying in his word, doing daily devotions, following his commands, obeying his commandments, being generous, going to church, and loving our neighbor. If we could just be better at that, we'd have it all wrapped up. Maybe in some ways, if we look at ourselves the way that God does, we see that we're not really growing. We just keep trying and stumbling. But as the quote says, Growth happens in us as we understand how much we need God's grace. The riches of Christ are not an achievement, but they are bestowed on us because of grace and forgiveness of Jesus that he has won for us. That is why in Ephesians 3 that Paul is excited and Paul is overjoyed our growth and the growth of the people of Ephesus is not found in our achievement, but found in Christ, where Christ won for us on the cross. This grace and forgiveness cause, is the cause for excitement for Paul. Paul, who is a prisoner, gets the opportunity to rejoice along with the Ephesians. Walking through our passage again, we look at verse 14. For this reason I bow down before the Father. Paul bows down in prayer and goes to his heavenly Father, seeking to give thanks during this time of excitement, seeking to come to the Lord in prayer. Prayer for us is usually talked about as bowing down, bowing your heads and folding your hands and speaking reverently with the Lord. But Think of it this time as 
more of an excited heart, full of thanksgiving, get coming to the Lord and give at the grace that he has given us. In verse 15, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through the Spirit in your inner being. Here it talks about, starts by talking about the, every family in heaven and on earth. It goes back to what we talked about last week as we are adopted as sons and daughters called to be children of God. Sons and daughters in God's family, living in a house of God's family, you often get the perks. Just like when you see people around town and, and there's a young kid driving around a fancy new car, he's definitely living in the perks of his family. If you're a son of a king or a queen, you often get all of those perks along with your daily lives. But for us, being a part of God's family, we receive the riches of his glory. Also, being strengthened with the power through the Spirit in good times and also in our hard times, we receive his riches and we are strengthened through it. Verse 17 talks about, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. Being rooted and grounded in love because of this great redemption that we have been strongly, we, we, we can be made strong and filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. But the confidence is not confidence that pushes other people around. The confidence that comes from great love is not a confidence of being full of who you are. Paul prays here for the spiritual strength for the church at Ephesus, that they might be strengthened by Christ's dwelling in their hearts, for which we all can find strength. I recently heard a story about a man who spent years of years planting trees. The man seldom watered these young trees because he thought too much watering spoiled them. He, can't, he must have come from the, the school of no pain, no gain plant care. Pampered trees, he said, made for shallow roots and deep roots are something that he treasured. The story goes that if you walked the area where the many, the many trees were planted 25 years earlier, you can see that they're now rugged and they're strong and they're durable, tall and tough. Adversity and deprivation seem to have benefited them in ways that being sheltered and pampered would not. All of this can be brought back to the way that we ourselves look at good times and hardship. It seems that we need both easy and difficult times so that our roots can grow deep, so that they can grow strong. When we pray like Paul, we ask that our roots grow deep down into the love of God, experiencing a close relationship with him so that we are sturdy, so that we are strong. Then when the winds of adversity blow, then we won't be swept away. Looking now at verse 18 and 19, 
May we have strength to comprehend with the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all of the fullness of God. For us, we often don't see the vast greatness of our God. We don't necessarily always see the the length and the height and the depth of his great love for us. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, we sang the song, My God is so big, so strong, and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. The mountains are his, the valleys are his, and show his handiwork too. Only by understanding his love for us are we able to understand the height and the width and the depth of his grace for us. Only when we truly understand how much we need God's grace do we understand how we cannot save ourselves and we can only be saved through the glory of God and God's grace. Paul closes out his message, or his prayer, with a doxology of sorts, praising an amazing God for all that he has done. Through him, we are able to do measurably more than we can think or ask. So we read those final verses as we close today. Verse 20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus for all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, We give thanks to you for your great love for us, your amazing glory and your riches that you bestow on us. For our sin is oftentimes deep, but your love for us is even deeper. It is even wider than we could even imagine. You have done for us amazing things and you continue to bless us more abundantly than we can even imagine. Lord, we ask that you continue to bless us, fill us with your love, Grant us your peace.